Hi everyone, Prof K here. Uh, we did want to include a viewer warning with this episode just because we will be discussing sexual harassment briefly, uh, but we also did want to acknowledge that we are four males that may potentially lack the knowledge and experience that a lot of our viewers and partners may have had with sexual um, harassment. Um, so in the future, we will be including um, experts and other individuals who are more knowledgeable on the topic to discuss this in more detail. With that being said, please enjoy. If you're still listening to this, thank you. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. You know what? If you're laughing, you're learning. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. Never chase a bitch. Never chase a bitch. Never chase a bitch. Never chase a bitch. Wear masks. Don't wear masks. <laughs> Profke, what is your take on Texas? Governor Abbott, no masks required anywhere in the state. Mandated only by the stores themselves. So my belief system is always a precautionary principle where you're always careful unless if you know what the outcomes are for sure. So if Texas decides to do this, then we kind of learn from their example. We look at the data that they generate. And if it's safe, great. Maybe Nevada or other mm-hmm. states can go that route. But if it's worse, then we don't do that. I can't control other people, but I always believe, always be cautious. Uh, I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my belief. I, I just, I, I'd like to, say, I just need to say. Um, can you just say? Can, can I just say? <laughs> cheers. To the official boys First live. live show. No paid sponsors. No ads. What did that come from? Unless you have a soundboard. Well, no free ads, but you know. I just really find it to be uh, Neanderthal thinking. Does that trigger you? What? That's right. You see Neanderthal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, how do you feel about it? About Texas's plans to reopen very quickly. Amazing. Is it quickly? As in, like, everything at full capacity from before with all the restrictions. What's holding well, what us back? The, what was the restriction? There's no super surge from like. Wasn't it 25 or 50 percent? Mm-hmm. What about Super Bowl? Wasn't everyone afraid of a surge? Where's the surge? I mean, the surge happened during the major holidays, so we saw that during Christmas. Post yeah, but everyone's freaking out about Tampa Bay with the no masks and Florida being so lenient, and about a surge or a resurgence. And we haven't seen shit. So I, I don't know the data for post Super Bowl, but after every major holiday, the fact that we saw a surge, what can that be attributed to? That's what I'm saying. Recently, we haven't seen a surge. From anywhere, like no, due to what event? Or well, what? I'm just saying in general, all the numbers are going down. Right now, I mean, there's a lot of vaccinations. Happening. New Year's, right? New Year's happened. Yeah, yeah. we've seen a surge then. New Year's, we did, didn't we? Did we not? In February. Mm-hmm. February would be way too long. So usually we would expect to see the surge happening within one to two weeks after. We we're already on protocols in December. Because like one to two weeks after would have been like post also the whole Capitol riot. Also, again, we just saw numbers going but down. But Capitol a very small population. Like, I don't know how many people showed up to that. 
I, I mean, I don't think it's in the... A billion. <laughs> All the true Americans were <laughs> there. It's round up. But I mean, to, to get back to the original what point... What was your uh, text to... Um, Go find those votes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to finish the thought, though. Like, how do you feel about the Texas plan to, to reopen quickly? I think it um, versus other states who are re- reopening more slowly. Well, I feel like no one's really opening at, like slowly. I think it's all it's been the same pace for a while, unless you're DeSantis. I mean, well, I'm curious to see what Abbott's restrictions were pre his announcement to go. Completely 100% capacity. Okay. Because I struggle to feel like it was went from 25 to 100. Yeah. I feel like Texas was much more lenient. Yes. Then I mean I've have I have you know friends and family who were in Texas and it it felt like they yeah. can tell a difference. Like yeah. there was no masks. There was. Well, I mean, there's a difference between the restrictions being in place versus people actually following. Unfortunately, yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. But all the restrictions are basically null and void once the whole weather thing happened. I did find it funny that literally after this uh, extreme weather event that was clearly a failure of governance, that Abbott and the Mississippi governor decided to be like, well, you know, what? let's flip the script and change the news cycle. Like, I just think it, there was more political motive than the true belief that this was better for their states and their economies. They were more prioritizing their political self-interest. I completely agree with you on the opposite side of it. I think a lot of other people. Were <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What does that even their, mean to begin? That's with? all I'm gonna explain. I think a lot of people are promoting their own political self-interest in pursuing or pushing more of these lockdowns and/or restrictions and not allowing. What do you mean by that? Open. Define it. Um, I'd like to think if we went back and things opened up and teachers went back to school, then you wouldn't have got your coronavirus whatever recovery rescue package yeah. thing. Like if we would have opened back up, that wouldn't have been passed. And the states wouldn't have got their bailout and all the promises that Biden and the whole damn administration had promised everybody. Like so that's that whole bill was all fluff. Are you are you and are you not in support of the America Recovery package? No, not really. Why? Because I think there's a lot of like other resources and funds that weren't really used. Mm-hmm. Now, if also these funds are more directed for like certain crises that are happening, like at our border or things like that, then sure. But again, to bail out states that just mismanage their funds. And that you're just basically kind of just giving them a blank check so they can come out of the rears. Like, I don't think that that's acceptable. What states mismanaged funds that are then going to use the ARP to balance their books? I don't know exactly all of them off the top of my head because I didn't come 100% prepared to that. But I think one of them would be Minneapolis. Wasn't there a certain percentage that outlined the bill being almost like less than 20% of the package was actually going to COVID relief? I think it's like it, a mix of them. I think it's a it's a it's a complex question because like why is four and eight in it? Yes, there are some specific items within the ARP that are funding, you know, making pension solvent, right? Like I get it, it's not directly related to COVID. However, the long term effects of non uh, solvent pensions are going to ultimately require those actions like they were just killing two birds with one stone like yes is every specific item covid related no but does every item provide economic relief and impact on our current economy yes and i think we can all agree that pensions need to be funded well I would agree I, with that. That was a joke, but yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with that. I, I, anyway, I was getting—I was hoping for a bigger response, but yes. 
Yeah, I don't know. I struggle with uh, I forget. I, I don't know the exact percent. I just remember being really low of it actually attributing to COVID itself. Or what was like the amendment that was talking about like if they cut out like the foreign aid and a bunch of other things that they could give each person like ten thousand dollars. That was like happened like it was like a Republican proposed it, but it was like right before it had passed the uh, the House going to the Senate. I know it was like a ridiculous amendment, but again, it just showed the money figures. Certainly, and if we look at the last two stimulus packages, we could have given each American one hundred thousand dollars. Wasn't there? And maybe we should have done. Wasn't there more bipartisan support on the past two stimulus packages too? I, I think that is a fallacy because the Republicans were in office. They thought. Well, how do we retain office? Let's solve this shit. But there was more bipartisan support. I think there's bipartisan support here, right? 50 50 is not bipartisan. Uh, so let's unpack what you mean by bipartisan. Did a majority. Did you have Democrats on the Senate and the House floor supporting the past two states? But do a majority of Americans support this package? Do a majority of American governors support this package? I think that's the question. The Republicans in Congress have an incentive to not be bipartisan. They came to the negotiating table with a totally um, ludicrous suggestion of, hey, we want to do only a third of your suggestion. There was not, it was not a good faith negotiation effort. Because it all went to COVID. Because I don't think it all- Because exp- they didn't want to dabble in foreign aid. What, when you say foreign aid, what explicitly is the foreign Any aid? Any money being spent outside of the U.S. Like, what is it, though? What is it allocated towards? Is it allocated towards vaccination? It doesn't. Well, if it's into other countries, why does it matter? Because isn't it beneficial to have more people vaccinated? Not if they're traveling here. It doesn't matter to us. So you don't think more humans being vaccinated, getting us all back to normal, it's not a good thing? Are we struggling to get vaccinations out in our own country? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're the we're the number one country that is being vaccinated. I I think think Israel is number one. Nope. I I think a really great example is by percentage they they've done well, but we are the best at this moment vaccinating. But I excuse me, Prof. K. I interrupted you. No, 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 you're fine. I'm very triggered. No, I was just going to say... Well, again, but, like, why do we need to spend money outside of our country instead of our own country? Like, like you're saying, like, why are, why spend any money on foreign aid if we could spend all the money on I'm going to give you a more personal example. If I'm struggling, would you help me? You're in our country, so yeah. No, no, no. Would you personally help me? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not in your direct family, right? No, but you're in my direct circle. Yeah. You're so I, I think the circle, I think, is like a frame of reference, right? Some people see their circle as just the United States, but then we are humans in the same society worldwide. Yeah, but not all those other people are paying taxes into our system. I mean, I'm not paying you anything. No, but you're paying taxes into our system. No, no, no. Wasn't using the personal example, right? So I, I feel like when we talk well, about yeah, helping, you want to take your money and you want to spend your money on like again the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, so they can go shove shots into arms of like African kids or people in other countries. Go ahead and do sure. that. That's so fine. If, That's up to you. That's completely your guys' choice to do that with your money. But if it's our federal tax money, it should be spent within the U.S. if we're in a crisis and a pandemic. Sure. Or are we not in a crisis or a pandemic? So would you say that if the majority of the U.S. population says that they're in support of this bill, then that is like indirectly saying that the majority of the U.S. population is in support of providing those that support services to the worldwide, that it is a bipartisan um, vote. Well, I mean, this goes down to the argument, are you saying, like, are we a democracy or a republic? Because really, we're a republic and we choose our representatives to represent us, and it doesn't really matter what a majority of Americans thinks. Because really, we're supporting our elected officials to make those decisions on our behalf. 
It's not a like. I mean, a if, if their vote. vote is reflective of the people, which in this case isn't. Well, no, it is though, because the elected officials are elected by their individual like areas of our country to represent those people of that area at our I mean, houses of government. That's assuming that they reflectively vote on those individuals throughout their entire term, which obviously is not the case. I mean, multiple examples on both sides. No, uh, yeah. So what I'm saying is, if the majority of the population supports this bill, would even if like at the Senate, when even if it's 50-50, that doesn't mean it's actually 50-50. Well, if you did like a referendum and had people vote on it, then sure. But again, if you're choosing a representative to vote on your behalf, if they don't vote for what you're in favor for, then you don't vote for them the next time. So are you saying then, so, you know, in your example, Ted Cruz was not up for election in 2020. Mm-hmm. So since he voted no, he should be held accountable in 2022. Sure. I mean, but that's saying that Texas doesn't, like, come back. And but do you see the problem with the argument is, especially with the Senate, like, it's it's not necessarily every senator up for election, right? And and if we look at it, based off of your argument, uh, the Democrats retain their power in the House. The Democrats took the White House, and they did take the Senate. So by that, the Democrats had a majority— as a as a uh, representative government, so they should enact the changes that they campaigned on, right? Well, no, because they don't have the majority in order to pass those rules. They and do laws within the rules of the Senate. No, no they, they do. They it's don't a, have sixty members to they, be able to this vote. Is, this is this is based through. off of a um, procedural vote. Like this is not a filibuster item. This is more spending. Yeah. So it, since it's an expenditure but, bill, they can go off. Yeah, exactly. Solely a majority. Yeah, and? And they're doing it. So I'm confused. So you're that. arguing that they should, have been, they should have been through a general legislative process. They're currently going through budget reconciliation, yeah. which is the financial uh, legislative process. Which comes with a bunch of extra strings. Yeah, really they, have more, they have more debates. They have more discussions. Well, there's going to be more taxes on all of us Based in order off to reconcile of that kind of stuff. Based off of what? I don't have the full article on. I'll bring it back and we can talk about it in a more sober session. But there's an article <laughs> that talks about in order to reconcile the budget and pass some things they wanted to pass, they had to adjust and like change things and like tax code and stuff to reconcile that. Like it wasn't just like a, here's just we're printing money for funds. Uh-huh. So like again, what RJ is saying is like when they pass those previous bills, I believe it was a sixty or more majority of the uh-huh. the, the, the elected representatives deciding something. Again, it doesn't matter what we think as individuals because we're not doing referendums. We don't choose what's happening. We elected the officials to choose what's happening on our behalf. So again, like they are passing it within the rules of a budget reconciliation, but it's not 60% of the Senate and House voting on these things. Oh, I don't know about the House, but like the Senate, do you see what I'm saying? I understand. Like that's like like a true representative majority when you guys are arguing more of like a popular majority. So I want to unpack both, right? I think we've argued the point that based off of this most recent election the representation does in fact represent the preferences of the people but we're arguing on senate procedure the filibuster is not in the constitution this is a senate procedure that was enacted decades after we were founded the founding fathers did not believe in a uh, majority like a, a supermajority because they understood that through a supermajority there would be an incentive for the minority ruling party to not help 
Because if the majority fails, then the minority will assume power. And it's a constant back and forth to ensure that the other party fails. We'll see. You say it as fails, where I see it as like checks and balances. How is it a check on the check and balance when I, we're trying to pass necessary funding? Necessary because your necessary funding is not our necessary. Exactly. But what do you mean by your global concept of what this bill is? <laughs> your global cabal <laughs> is not. I need my blood. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because your 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 thought process of what this bill should go to and who it should help does not mean that we have the same concept of that. That's why it is a checks and balances because the argument that the 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 people who voted for these people that then pushed it through on a 50-50 vote or 50-49 because the senator was absent is bipartisan because the overwhelming majority of the people who voted for these people was the population falls on deaf ears to me because it's not us out there voting. So when we say that, so then do we say that the tax cuts that were cut, that were decided under the Trump administration were not bipartisan? Because they weren't, right? They were they were passed through budget reconciliation and it was only passed. When you look at specifically this bill and the other two bills that have passed that had the 60 plus votes, that's what's bipartisan. I, I understand your arguing point that because the previous COVID relief bills had both parties voting in favor of it. Those Democrats that voted for it had the same incentive that these Republicans had that did before. Say that again? The Democrats that voted in support of the past two stimulus mm-hmm. budget packages had the same incentive that every politician has, whether you're up for a re-election this year and two years and six years. This whole voting record still comes out. Uh, on your platform or on your opponent's platform when they're trying to, to get you out of office. So whether you're up for election now or whether you were voting yes or no to try and gain support in two years, it doesn't matter, especially with a, a, a package and a bill that this massive to to reflect your voting record and your voting history on it. It's going to come back whether it's now or six years. So as a general question, then why did Republicans support the previous stimulus packages but not this one? Because the crisis was real back then. And the funds were going and staying in the home. Mm-hmm. That was the main argument from Republicans as far as why is so much money in this bill not staying in America? How much of the total... It was less than 20%. Okay. I know that for sure. It might have been 13 honestly. Okay. It's 13%. Like, I get it. I get it. What? You don't then. I get it. You're just saying... You're, you're making so an argument... percent of a bill that doesn't come to America is okay. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying you're making an argument based off of 13%. The U.S. sent $11 billion in international aid in the last COVID bill. Okay. And? See, that's where we... So, like, that's $11 billion. billion. It was a $1.9 trillion bill. It's more than just $11 billion as far as foreign aid then. Because the percentage that I saw included foreign aid, included... What does that foreign aid include, though? There was like funds for an art museum in Spain. There was a school in Kenya. And I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't need help too, but we should focus on the largest stimulus package to ever come through. That's really the American people's money on American people. Mm. Yes, you. We have an audience uh, comment. <laughs> <laughs> Could you say your name and where you're from, sir? Mm-hmm. My name's Dan <laughs> from Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a question. If if what I believe to be true is that we have all of these bills on hand and we can look at it, what I'd be interested to see is how many pages of this bill, this this relief package that we're talking about, how many pages are actually in this new one coming out 
going towards American people and how much is going to other countries. And the only reason I ask that is because if we all pay taxes, and we agree that taxes are good in some sense or form to help the American people, then let's help the American people and let's pay, pay taxes to do that, right? Now, like these guys are saying, like I understand like you guys are saying, yes, we need taxes. We need taxes to do this, to do that, to accomplish goals in this, 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 and this facet of our life in America. But what I don't agree with is if I'm paying, like they're saying, you know, if I'm paying taxes into this system and these taxes are going to provide us with certain resources that we can use, how are we making sure that these resources are being provided to the American people and not other people that aren't paying into our tax system? And if we're going to provide these resources to other people, are we collecting from them? Yeah, why are and we And what are we collecting it? from them? Now, so, I understand, and, and here is the key point and why I believe the two sides of this argument have differences, is it's because we want America to just not necessarily look good, but we also want to be the good guys, mm-hmm. right? We want to help. That's, that's what America in the past, in, in the sense, has done, right? If people are in need, America has helped. Usually, in the past, that's how people have seen it, right? And that's, I feel like, where the party differences are residing is we should help people that are in need. And that's why you guys on this side are saying, oh, yeah, we should give all this money from our tax dollars to this place because they need it more than we do. Because we're giving people in need. Right. And that's what you guys are saying Mm -hmm. is because we're giving to people in need. This makes us feel good. So what's what's the point of the stimulus check to begin with? Is it to give money to people in need or is it? Well, that's I don't know. That seems to be what the government thinks. Right. Well, the argument would be to stimulate the economy so that people spend money. But the problem is people probably won't be spending money because they'll be be paying off debt. Oh, they'd be paying for utilities or necessities, which then is kind of spending money, but it's not in the sense of But at that time, it's not going towards what the stimulus check is meant for, because the stimulus check, in essence, is to support, and you'll hear it all the time in the news, it's to support the small businesses. The stimulus checks are not to support small... First, uh, Dan, uh, live audience, uh, (laughs) thank you so much for your comments. Really appreciate your contribution. Very valuable. Very important. We are a a dynamic organization that relies heavily on our audience participation. So make sure to smash and subscribe (laughs) that button. Like us on Instagram. Uh, post your messages in the live chat. Um, all, all very valid, valid points. I think the challenge, though, is I think we have to unpack a lot of the comments and the the ideas that we're discussing because you know when we look at the stimulus the stimulus checks, it, with all due respect, that is not to help small businesses. There are loans and grant programs that are intended to help small businesses. The $1,400 stimulus check plus the $600 from the previous bill, so the total $2,000 was to ensure that Americans had some sort of safety net, right? So what does that mean? They're able to pay off bills, debts, rent, utility, foods. By providing them- Do we even want to talk about that? What? The $2,000. Are you going to say, well, they said $2,000? They did say $2,000. If you elect these senators, we will get you $2,000. 
No, just kidding. We're going to give you 1400 because we can't really actually get 2000 So, So I want to be very clear. We're, we're mad at them that they're giving us the 1400 but we're also mad that they're not giving us the no. $2,000. Fuck them. They said 2000 We should get 2000 yeah, Not 1400 Oh, said, we're going to piggyback off of Trump's yeah. stuff because he's orange man bad and we can't handle it and we can't accept anything from him, but we're going to take that I 600 think, real quick so we get you guys a little bit less money. I so, think the mic is picking up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So I want to be very clear. One, I, I think we should probably... Clear. Spend the next couple minutes and then uh, pivot. I know I, I'm really thinking where Gore, where's Gordo he's supposed mm. to moderate us? He's, he's off on his own little I'm world. Like 20 minutes in on this topic. Got no time. Timers, <laughs> everything. There's no chat. I don't know what's going on. The timer's right there. It's at the top. I don't. I like the Google timer. Can I? It is pretty clear. I, 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 I do agree with that. Yeah. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, 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 sorry. Please say it. it. You hear it. Can I just say, I, I really get frustrated when I hear these talking points because, like, you know, everyone was in favor of the stimulus packages for the last few. Yes, not 100% of the funds are going towards there. Do I think that everything is, do I support every item in the bill? No. Do I, do I understand the bigger picture of it? Yeah. Do I think reducing childhood poverty in America is going to help us long term in the COVID pandemic and then just getting out of it? Yes. Do I, as a single man that doesn't have any kids that I know of, mm. ladies call me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me away. <laughs> He's talking to his, his illegitimate yeah. children. Hey, if you're a doctor and you want to take care of this husky guy, give me a call. You had a, you had a fantastic flow right there. I know, I and, really and, did. Yeah, yeah you I did. Fucked it up. A little bit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, the the takeaway, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say. Next topic. Gordo, bring us bring us the next one. Typical rebuttal from You're about to talk shit. <laughs> Sexualize, curse you out, change the subject. You're 100 percent right. Uh, I mean, yeah, whatever fuck it, it passed, right? So yeah. it is what it is, like, yeah, whatever. This so it, if it helps for like and... the, the global society, great, you know, then we move on. Alright. What's the next topic? Perfect. No. Just don't take our guns, because... Oh, my God. Fuck you. No one's taking your guns. It sounds like... <laughs> Hillary, Obama, Uncle Joe, Oprah, Tom Hanks. We're not taking your guns. We're taking your kids, okay? Well, no, it's more... <laughs> There's a difference. No, it's more Beto, and it's more Biden that want to take Okay, first guns. off, Beto is not a, a, a elected official. He can just say whatever the fuck he wants. No, I know, but he's coming after our guns. With... I, I'm a, a private citizen. I could say it. Does that mean I'm coming after your guns? No, I'm just crazy. Well, you might if they give you a list of where all our guns are stored. I'm going to come get your guns. See, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do we want to get into South Park? I feel like that also just tops Ooh. Like everything. Ooh. Yeah, did you not see South Park, boys? I did. I saw it probably Back an hour and a half. problems are for real. Nice. <laughs> did you want... Did, Let's speed apart, please. Come on, do something about it, then. Why'd you come say that to my face? Yeah, can I come say it to your face? I can say it to your face. No, no, no. Tell the vaccines you can and bring them here to school. You do that, you just might get your teacher back. Better watch your backs in school tomorrow. Peace out, bitches. Just offering us 2000 bucks for a vaccination. So this was the first episode of South Park I've actually ever seen. No way. Wow. It really was. Um, I mean, I've seen like commercials. Yeah. Yeah. 
No free ads. Adobe so. Photoshop. Huh. <laughs> Expensive. Sorry, continue. So you haven't seen South Park before? No. Uh, I mean, but I've heard like the general genre and I kind of had an idea what to expect. But, um, wait, I don't know. Are we getting to the topic already? Or yeah. Or yeah. just transition into it? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Um, Sound like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a brave man. Yeah, thank you. Saving America right there. Rub my shoulders and smell my hair again. Yeah, the guy, the secretary, the stuff in the, you know, the place and the, the corn pop. Come on, man! Come on, man! It, it sounds like you have a problem with people rambling, but you don't have a problem. No, I more have a problem with our president having dementia, but that's fine. So what about like a president just going off topic onto whatever like feels like that he wants to talk about? At least he's like, cognitively all there. Who am I talking about? Why do why do you all all of a sudden assume it was Trump? Because you guys have Trump derangement syndrome. Why why are you saying you guys? Because I'm talking about you. I'm saying about how you do guys. you how do you know how do you know him and I both have this syndrome? I will give you. Well, I, mean, I will say. I'm not lying. I've gotten you to react. That's yeah, how I yeah. know. Fuck. Fuck Orange Man. He's bad. He hasn't said it. It's true. He's very reserved, but I feel there is a gut a vitriol reaction to it. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Viewer, do you have Trump Dream syndrome? <laughs> no, I love Trump. Okay. All right, we're cutting it. Right, we're gonna have to escort him out of here. <laughs> Sophia, <laughs> Sophia, leave me alone. Go through. Well, do it live. <laughs> do it live. Oh, when okay. you guys say right. like Trump derangement syndrome, can, couldn't the argument also be made that like you have Joe Biden derangement syndrome? Ooh, like, sure. I know. Because yeah. he actually has dementia. Based off of what? Based off of his physical his cognitive. Are you are you a year. mental health expert? Are you a yes. scientist? I have a PhD. What are your credentials? You Pretty huge. Do dick. not. Yes. <laughs> I will. We will need to examine that and determine the that. Will be it is out very later. small. <laughs> it is very small. I no think that's evidence, called a micro piece. No facts. <laughs> Who buy it? You're not supposed to make fun of people like that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just using scientific terms. It's a legitimate medical condition. <laughs> did you, what did you say? He had brain surgery twice? Yeah, yeah. No. He's had his. He's literally had. Okay. The, I mean, we, we have friends who have had brain surgery. No, but the top of his head has been removed twice. Okay. What's wrong with that? That's normal surgery. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, uh, what's the, what's his dog that bit a person. Yeah, we need to put him down. <laughs> How dare he bite somebody? Did they send him back to Delaware? Yeah, they sent him yeah, back to they Delaware. Did. And supposedly they're going to bring in a cat now. Oh, Ooh. Uh, I'm in Delaware. I, 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 I knew you would. Yeah. Cat person or no? Fuck cats. Thank you. They're plotting your that, murder. They're plotting not what your You can at least be saved. They're plotting your you murder. You can be saved. I'm sorry. Cats are Republicans, all right? You saw, we all saw the meme. We all saw the meme. The dogs were very happy that their owners Outside, were home and safe. In the park. And, and not breathing. Interacting. Not sharing um, inappropriate things. But Kisses. cats... We're very upset that their 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 owners were at their place of residence while they were doing their own business. They thought their safety was not the priority. It was the economy. I would argue Cats, separately. Republicans, no. Democrat dogs. I would, I would argue separately. So excuse me, excuse we're, me. we're not taking uh, audience comments. <laughs> so, like, let's back up and go back to <laughs> South Park. <laughs> because, like, we just totally got off on a tangent. But, like, how wild was that episode, though? 
I, I don't have something to compare it to, so I, I can't say like, how. Did was. you watch the first one, or do you how know as far as like it? Mr. Garrison being Trump and like he was fulfilling that persona? So and in this episode, him being a normal guy, but then also making a deal with the elites that control everything, basically making everything go back to normal. That we're all happy little slaves because we got our vaccines. So just be sure I saw the right one. So the, I put on HBO Max and watched the one that was the the vaccine special. Correct. But I don't know if it was one or two episodes. It was 46 minutes. Four yeah, one. Minutes. But there was one that they did in November that was the pandemic special. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Okay. Did That's I? how they say that. Basically, they say COVID came from Randy fucking a pangolin. Because he hung out with Mickey Mouse. And you Mickey didn't Mouse see that one. You saw animals. the little cute, cute on him, cuties. Cute, yes. cute, cuties. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all cuties. <laughs> I will say, I feel like I did miss a lot because I, I think there was a lot of references to general South Park themes that were in there that I, I didn't quite get. So some of the characters that were in there. But I could be completely wrong. Overall thoughts, though. What was, what was your ultimate takeaway on this COVID special? Please don't give us your grading scale, please. Give us the grading scale. <laughs> From What's the, the visual game. quality? <laughs> I, I I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult, but I'll <laughs> interpret it how you wish, baby. No, I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I've heard South Park before and the general themes that they convey, and I feel like they they, they did that. I mean, very satirical, and I did enjoy it for that that fact. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So, out of a scale, there's no scale. Did you question anything? Did you learn anything new? Did I learn anything new? I do have a hard time, and I, I, I do think this is a flaw with me. Um, <gasps> I know, I know. There aren't too many, but uh, this is one of them. I sometimes have a hard time taking some cartoons seriously, and this was one of them. And so I feel like that did take it, take it away from me, but that was a flaw on my own because I didn't take it seriously as I should have. So... I had a hard time connecting with it versus other forms of media. But that's just my first. What'd you learn, Chivo? Well, for me, I think it was an introspection on both sides of like either wherever you stand on the spectrum of this entire situation. They ba- they basically kind of both called out each side of either being like one buying into stuff that maybe might be a little bit on the crazy side, but also at the same time, they called out the people who are literally just like kowtowing, zero questions asked, just kind of like going with like at the end when everyone's just happy that this magical plane shows up from Israel and they just pull the shots out of nowhere and they just all start injecting themselves. Like it's making fun of, at least in my mind, this like kind of craze over getting a shot. You know what I mean? Like they'll just take whatever shot they can get no matter like where it comes from. Does that make sense? So it's not more so like, at least that's what I was kind of getting from the end of it. But again, like I just feel like everyone, it just kind of made you look at yourself and how you've dealt with and or looked at this pandemic, and then it's either, like, called your shit out or made fun of your shit. That's the way I Do you feel like it called any viewer? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm sitting there listening to the whole cuties thing and the QAnon stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like, when you sit there and you listen to all of that, it, like, makes, like, you, you're watching the video of, like... Obama and Hillary like biting a kid's neck and you're like this is fucking insane but at the same time though like there are like ritual satanic cult stuff that do those kind of things well maybe it's not the political elite of our country but like it's just to me they're like making fun of things that are maybe necessarily very real does that make sense why can't we have these discussions about the movie segments uh, that we have every week pick better movies yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, you need to, you know. Give we haven't even guys there. <laughs> and like for me, at least, like I feel like a key point, and I brought it up to Z too, was like when the two reporters were going at each other. When like there were one reporter was like, well, the cuties maybe have a side here, and we should listen to them because maybe they're bringing up a point that's valid. And then the other reporter's like, well, no, how about this? Go fuck yourself, Tom. I just felt that like that was, so was kind of like me and Z, just like how we handle segments or even both of our sides of this is that it's like yeah. you try to respect it but then at the same time you're just kind of like yeah go fuck yourself because you're not supporting the message of shoving some shit into your arm when again they're just kind of more so saying like you know maybe we just don't trust it and I don't know I'm not going to take something that isn't FDA approved so but Right, anyway, yeah. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, this is a this is a segment where it's people's opinions, not facts. Continue. Well, no, it is a fact that it is not FDA approved. It but is. You're F- right. It is FDA approved for emergency use. No, but it's not FDA approved <laughs> for emergency use. Correct. Yes, correct. Well, it's not FDA approved. It is an emergency. What's the difference? Emergency use. Um, there's less restrictions or testing and actual like I don't know vetting of the vaccine. No, I mean it still goes through three phases of clinical trials. So the sample size no is about over testing. ten thousand. Okay, so when we talk about, let's say, BPA testing, for example, um, BPA is known as a human carcinogen, right? It causes cancer. Yes. But because it is a known carcinogen, you can't do clinical trials on human beings because it causes cancer. We can agree on that, right? Yes. That'd be unethical. Yeah. So instead, they do BPA um, studies on like rat models, and then they extrapolate data from that to humans, and then we make conclusions based on that. Yes. But for that extrapolation, you apply a, like a, a factor to to see if it is actually unhealthy. Okay, and so what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, I'm just losing. I'm just not getting the point of where skipping animal trials for an so, mRNA vaccine, what which I'm is saying basically is, experimental. I don't understand why not test it on humans, especially like, or excuse me, why not test it on? Because that's what they are doing. They are testing in humans, but like, why not test on animals? Like you're saying, with similar traits to the human respiratory system. What I'm saying is. If the rat models are less accurate than human models, why would you prefer rat models or animal studies over human studies? Because we are humans. For an example, like if we did test them on like mink or something, and then all of a sudden all these mink around. Hey, I don't want to mean to interrupt, but we're going to do a shot. (laughs) Cheers. Take the vaccine. A shot shot of COVID, right? My body, my choice. Yes. Oh my God. That's a crazy idea too. But again, I'm just saying like, I brought it up before and there was a whole thing of a calling of mink, right? Mink are like ferrets and mink again, like ferrets also have a similar human respiratory type system. So they do test respiratory type diseases or ailments or fixes on ferret or mink type animals. So again, if they did test it on all these animals and all of a sudden they all died and there was some fucked up thing, they didn't want that information to get out. I don't know. T-Bone? T-Bone? <laughs> saying, going down a whole rabbit hole. So do you, do I mean, you, not, do you think that, do you think, on, on, in your own opinion, do you think that vaccines should not be available right now? For COVID-19? Yeah. Like Moderna, Pfizer, and now Johnson Johnson, do you think they should not be for distribu- distribution right now? Personally, no. 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 I don't think it's necessary. I think with uh, drugs like hydroxychloroquine and iver- ivermectin, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're just upset about it because Trump derangement syndrome. They take hydroxychloroquine in Africa for all kinds of respiratory diseases. It's called the Sunday Sunday pill. Fucking Google that so, shit. So, I have a okay? question then. So, but no, it's like on a real thing. Like, ivermectin is a cheap drug that what is like the same thing table. as like some new. That's fine. Please do. There is like a new drug that they're coming out with that's ten times more expensive, but it's going to be a pill that's an antiviral pill, right? But that's going to be more sellable, and everyone's going to be on 
on board with it because it's a new pill that they could charge a high dollar for. Where again, if it's ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, it's these cheap drugs that we know help and deal with respiratory issues. Like that's why they serve it for malaria and all this stuff when you go to these other countries. Like it's just something you take is almost like kind of an Advil. Like there's no real negative side effects to taking these drugs. Like when you go to these countries, they give you this as part of like the pack to just keep yourself healthy and not get infected with diseases in third world countries. Okay. So I know there's a lot that I threw at you there, but I'm just saying that I, I like, have to one me, question. So do you take these drugs after you get COVID? Well, the idea would you be taking them before so that you wouldn't really deal with it. So is it like you take it once and then you don't have to take it again? So like again, you the idea is that you. I'm yeah, something familiar. So no, yeah, the idea is like so like for when they do like hydroxychloroquine, like in Africa, they take it like again every Sunday. It's like a weekly pill, and so they take it to have it in they, their system. They do take it every Sunday, but is it because of COVID or is it malaria? No, no, no. I'm saying disease? it's to deal with a lot of other respiratory diseases. Ah. But if it does enter similar in effect to then help with a respiratory disease like SARS or COVID too, right? Like if it is for that as well. But again, because Orange Man Bad said it, well, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of it as a completely realistic situation. So, if this is, let's say, a a way to prevent people from getting COVID and the disease progressing, right? Mm -hmm. But then, in during that circumstance, you would need to continually take it. So, from a purely physical perspective, would it be cheaper to just take a drug maybe once and never have to worry about the disease? No, not if these pills are like ten cents to make. So over time, because you, I mean, COVID doesn't disappear. It will continually spread. Oh, bougie bitch. Well, the, what we're going to have, but we're going to, it's like any other kind of like disease and or thing. Like we're just going to build an immunity to it and we'll get past no. it and move forward. You only build an immunity once you're exposed to the actual disease yeah. or a variant that's very close to it. Exactly. Everyone's been exposed to it and or gone through it through in the last year. Not COVID. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. The reason people are dying is because, is because people were not exposed to it before and people's bodies react to no, it. No, but those people that are dying are like 80, 70 something plus. No. The majority of them are. Yes. No, no, no. Like it's people no. with ailments. You are right. Or, yeah, the exactly. majority of people are older individuals. Yes. Yeah. Who would be susceptible to the fucking common flu anyways? I agree. We, we should not, kill old people. No, I'm not, Sorry, not just, what I'm saying. I thought that was what like, we thought. That, that is what it's going on. If anything, what, anything, what so we know. should is protect them and keep them safe, oh. then yes. Wait, wait, the rest wait. Of the wait population how would we protect the older population? By just letting them keep them separate. I mean, why lock Forever, them Forever, right? Yeah, why would they interact no. with them? Socialization, who cares about that? Well, no. Lock them in no. their rooms, if you, block if you them would, out, I don't see their faces. If you would have room. Build the wall. No, it's like not even, not even just old people. If you would have put the susceptible or the vulnerable, if you would have given them the option to quarantine and keep themselves safe, and then allowed the general population to continue on, the disease probably would have just gone through and passed through us like kind of whatever. So you want restrictions to not allow a certain group, certain population? No, I want the ability for those people to restrict themselves so that they are at risk and or, mm. you know, dang- have the danger of getting infected by the disease, then they have the ability and or right to stay home and keep themselves safe. So, that so- doesn't mean that we should shut down the entire world and keep everybody locked up on the fact that like a certain percent of our population is actually vulnerable. We should protect mm. that population and allow the rest of the world to continue. So you don't think the vaccine should be even an option, like a choice? You should no, I mean, again, if you want to have it, no, you but want to I, do it. But, yeah. but what you said was that it shouldn't be on, it shouldn't be available right now because it's an only an FDA emergency mm-hmm. protocol approval. And until it's FDA approved through its normal course of testing and data and research, it shouldn't be approved. 
In my belief, yeah, I would want again more. So should it be an option for people? Not right now, no. I don't think like an emergency use to what emergency, you know? Like that's just my question. The five hundred thousand people that died. Um, but also I have one one yeah, final but, question. Like, that one was final, over the last year. One what, final again, question. what about the last few months? Like, where are we at right now with this thing right now? Again, states are opening. Yeah, Uncle Joe figured shit out. He solved the problem. Uncle Joe didn't do shit. <laughs> Uncle Joe just rode the wave. Exactly. He's not fucking crazy. <laughs> I've got Trump to raise with syndrome, you damn do. it. And that's fine. But again, he just riding the coattails of everything the Trump administration did and claiming that as his own. I sent you that New York Times article that called but, his shit out on the fucking floor. They, they said he, he exaggerated. Yeah. That's not yeah. saying he So why died. is it okay for him to do it, but not for anyone else? Oh, it's because he has dementia, and we don't want to be mean to the guy. Malarkey! <laughs> yeah, I could get all crazy, too. Where's Kamala? <laughs> no, she's going to ruin us even more. Uh, so I just, I, 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 I have one question. Gordo, what was your thoughts on the South Park movie? <laughs> yeah, sorry, let's go back to that. I thought it was funny. I thought it was really, really funny. I liked uh, the, the bro ship. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So we were talking about this. Who does everyone think who is? I don't know. I don't know their names. That's uh, fine. We can just go off the colors. I think. Um, I know one guy has an orange coat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I can I get, I would like to share mine because yes. I, I, okay. so Kenny orange coat. RJ. Gordo. Really? Well, why uh, is that? Can you explain that? Because like that? he doesn't say the crazy shit, but he eggs the crazy shit on. <laughs> and by that I mean. T-Bone is Cartman. Come on, I would sell the vaccines to give us a boy's trip. I'm just being a Red shirt, big guy. Yeah, I'd be like, $2,000 for a vaccine? Easy. Like, when he's trying to sell that to then talk about them going on a vacation, I would do that for us, no questions asked. I'd be like, sorry, you guys don't need it, because we're just going to fly to a private island. Objectively, I'm like, this makes sense. (laughs) And I would be Kyle, the orange uh, green hat, because... I'm the opposite of crazy. <laughs> his family would call him and be like, we need the vaccine. He'd be like, oh, fucking. Damn it. <laughs> and, and you would be Stan, the brown jacket, where you, you're just like, I just want this to be over. And you speak objectively. <laughs> and you're like, well, this is what I think. Who was the one that was talking to Cartman for the majority of the episode? Kyle, I think. Kyle is the one with the green hat. I, I don't remember that. The, hoodie, the guy in the orange hoodie. I just remember Cartman and the orange... Yeah, you're thinking of Kyle, the one that was against it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so Kyle, Cartman, Kenny, Stan. All right, I'll look this up later. Right here. These three. Yeah, so... So that's Gordo. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. Me. So yeah. I don't remember the middle guy talking that much. I don't remember what he was. He was the one that was Honestly, just kind of right. right. <laughs> I, I shout and you then add facts. <laughs> but yeah. So. Thoughts? We've done a rabbit. Do agree or disagree? Well, yeah, episode. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I see that. You don't think of yourself as a, as a, as a Kyle? Which right. one's Kyle again? The, the, the green one? Green hat. Yeah. Super liberal. <laughs> Tell me your real opinion. <laughs> it's liberal. I almost said it. And we should get rid of him. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? I'm not going to say it. Say it. It's a safe All space. right, should we move to the movie? Where are we at at this point? Oh. Not yet. <laughs> uh, the final thoughts. 10 out of 10. Great, great episode called Everyone Out on Their Bullshit. Watched with T-Bone. We are both mad and enjoyed it because they called us out on our shit and they called everyone else on their shit. That's what South Park does. 
how many seasons have they had so far? What did that read? I, I think I read T-Bone writing, I love the boys. <laughs> They've had like 20 It's like a 32 or something. Seasons? I think no, it's so. 20, 24, 20 something. 24. Yeah. Wow. Don't ever correct me again. <laughs> I did like Always the fourth wall. What are you talking about? That's my, Don't that's my tell me audience life. attack. That's my mission in life. Tony. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, I like this shit. Oh my God. The old lady. When she was like, I don't know what I'm doing uh, here. Maybe a little more green. Help me remember. I was like... I love it. And then, like, when they were just, again, all the old people going around partying and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Timmy. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. That was great. So what was the what was the movie of this week? It was Snatch by Guy Ritchie. Oh. Yes. Six carrots. You do something at London. Jeez, it's flawless. Where? Under London. You know, fish, chips, couple of tea, Mary Poppins, London. For the wine, I'll bet diamonds. I'm a boxing book. I've got a bare knuckle fight, so I want to use the pipe here. Press your ass there, Master. Ah. You're going to have to repeat that. Press your ass there, Master. What? Was a gun doing his trousers? Protection. Protection from what? The Germans. The case of keeping the stone, but the only man who knew the combination. You just shot. Getting hyper, Tony. Do something terrible. That is the stone. Shut up and sit down, you big balls. So what should I play? You can call me Susan for next round. I don't care if it's Muhammad, Imard, Bruce Lee. You're going down in the fourth round. Whoops. So this movie came out in 2000, so it's over 21 years, or over 20 years old now. Jesus. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot older uh, compared to a lot of movies we've seen lately, but you know, this was my first exposure to, to Guy Ritchie. And yeah, I mean, this was my recommendation, so I would love to get you guys' thoughts on kind of what you thought about the movie. T-Bone, kick it off. So I won't lie, I still have like maybe 20 minutes left. 30 minutes left. So honestly, where I'm at, the, the stone is still in the dog, so I don't really know. For, for me, I just, it was all over the place, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I necessarily liked it or not. Okay. Because of just the crazy, like, like what's the point to me? Right. Where it's like, is the point about this diamond, or is the point about, like, this fighting? So it's like all over the place for that. But I love Brad Pitt and the Gypsies. Like the the AMU mid mid you know fuck yourself and then you have to go over here to my caravan and you know and Bob and your ma you know and then you go over here and go into this way and it's like what was he saying? I Are have you no a idea. gypsy? No. But like after listening to it so much, I was like that is fuck. Like he killed that. So I was like kudos to him and then Benicio del Toro as well. I loved his. Portrayal as the four-finger guy. Like, I thought he was, like, doing super good in that role. So, again, I like the characters, but overall the story didn't keep me. Or not, again, I haven't finished it, so I don't know yet. But <laughs> it was, I just wasn't following the point, I guess. Based off of what you've seen, what would you rate it? On a scale of 10. Or 5. 
Probably like. <laughs> if it's less than five, we're gonna double it. <laughs> I was gonna say like my initial gut was like six one. Okay. On a scale of ten. Yes. Perfect. Gordo, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, it was good. It was. I I like the I do like these movies where like there's so much going on, but they're all intertwined somehow. Mm-hmm. Those those because those those gotta be tough to write too. But it was good. It was. Um, I was telling Prof K, it's crazy how many big name actors were in this movie. Like, in, since it was so long ago to see what they've all done with their careers. And Benicio del Toro is one of my favorite actors too. I wish he was in the movie longer, but it was good. It was good. Um, I'd give it a seven, seven point seven. Seven point seven. Can you break that down a little further? <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts and visuals? So what, yeah. What about the story? <laughs> You know, I, I feel like even though you guys are making fun of it, you guys are getting the elements <laughs> of the rating system. So it's working. <laughs> We're looking at it. Yeah, right? I think about it. So, so I I uh, I fall in the camp of T Bone. Um, I, you know, as you guys and, and as you know, our fans, our many, many thousands of fans, have realized <laughs> I like simple movies, <laughs> and this movie had a lot of different stories and plot points, and I got lost, and I wasn't really watching. <laughs> and then it was over, and I was like, I don't know what happened, and I never went back. <laughs> Sounds but, like Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> the takeaway, I'm pretty certain this movie and Fight Club were filmed around the same That was my only thought. Yeah, there were scenes where Brad Pitt had a shirt off during a fight, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I watch the same movie still. <laughs> so if I had to give a review, if I had to break it down, I'd say five. Ooh. Oh. Okay. All the visuals, fantastic. <laughs> the sound, the, the 4K, perfect. <laughs> Prof K. Um, so once again, this was my first exposure to Guy Ritchie. Um, I think I saw this first time back in early high school. So rewatching it was definitely a treat. Um, yeah, the story is definitely a lot more loaded than some other movies. Um, but I did like kind of what Gordo was saying, where kind of all the stories and different personalities intertwine later on. So I would say from a purely story perspective, definitely a nine out of 10. Um, in terms of visuals, you know, granted, this this actually isn't in 4K yet, but um, this came out in 2000, so it's, I think it's a matter of time until it actually does get re-released in, in Ultra HD. Uh, I'm trying to use the technical terms. I've heard you say that. I'm trying to use it. Uh, so, I mean, y- using the technology they had at the time, the f- there was good film grain without being distracting. Um, I feel like the cinematographer did a great job of kind of conveying what's going on with each scene. So I gave it an 8.5 out of 10 for visuals. For audio, I think it's a little bit more difficult just because you're complementing a comedic film in a serious manner. So I did feel like it did take away at some point, eight out of 10 for that. So once again, using our patent pending rating technology system. <laughs> the patent pending rating system. We give it an 8.625 out of 10, which we round down to 8.6. 
Is that the and lowest rating you get? No, you gave Big Sale. So 8.6 from Prop K, 8.6 plus 5 is 13.6, 13.6 plus 7.7 is 21 point... 8.6. Fucks. What's 7 plus 6? 13? Yeah, that's 13. So 20... Oh, you fucked up! I didn't know the last number! Alright, alright. Like average, average yes, please. What's the conclusion we're making? Yeah, where are you going with find this? Out? Oh, yeah, I was yeah, very lost. Oh, no, I was very lost. <laughs> we always do it. Oh, we do? I have the Excel sheet. Yeah! You're right, you're right. <laughs> Daddy's just like, idiots? I was like, what's he doing? I just like to let people know I can do that. <laughs> A hundred, I like this. Wow, wow 20, 27 out of 10. <laughs> How did we get there? What are you doing, Tebow? Would you like me to do it again? No, I trust you. I just Add the four values and divide it by four. Yeah, exactly. And then multiply it by two. 6.1 plus... Oh, God, double it. Yeah, there we go. 0.7 plus 5... Plus eight. We just had a really six. big number, and I didn't know where the came. Well, it's because I did it times instead of divide. By oh. Four. Okay. So six, six, six point eight. Six, six point eight. Off the which, top of your head, do you know where that ranks? I think it's probably third. Oh, really? Wow. We do have to fill in all the other. Yeah, movies. we've only done like I've only rated four films so far. Yeah, we have to do oh. all the back movies, so we so, have like four movies to do. I yeah. Think. Did you do Nomadland already? Yeah. So if you open up, yeah, we can do it later. It's on the drive. Yeah. Is Ryan we still first? We do have to do that tonight, though. Yeah. Ryan, no matter what. Oh, just choose it. Do you not listen to the pod? <laughs> <laughs> Is this your person listening to it? I've sat here with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with it later. Dan later. from Nevada. <laughs> Is this your first time listening to the pod? <laughs> You know how many people wanted that seat, son? <laughs> yes, Daddy, it was please. Yes, yes, Daddy, Daddy please. please. <laughs> Daddy. So the big question is, who is doing the recommendation for next week? So we're going to do something different this time, and we're going to have the viewer make the recommendation for the movie. And by viewer, we mean our live, live studio, studio audience. audience. Are we giving them suggestions, or is it purely well, their purely opinion? Their, so he's watch. giving up his choice yep. to him. All right. <laughs> Dan from Nevada, don't fuck up. Come on, Dan. We have a lot of similarities. <laughs> In so many levels. <laughs> Killing bugs. Okay. This is true. Bugs life? All right, let's go. <laughs> I wish. Uh, the recommendation I would make is going to be one of the biggest ones that... I find most enjoyable, which is going to be The Hobbit. Which All right, one? not the first, not the third, but the second. Ooh. Ooh, okay, okay. So you get if you haven't watched it before, you get no preface. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I'm hoping you guys have watched it before, but it's come on, <laughs> commies. <laughs> Don't trust so, China. China is asshole. <laughs> So, so for our viewers, would you recommend if they've never read or seen any of the Hobbit movies or the Lord of the Rings movies that they watch Lord of the Rings first, or can they just jump straight into the Hobbit? I think that you would be able to jump straight into the Hobbit without seeing any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Would you be able to jump in straight into the Hobbit without watching Hobbit One? I would say I would say you could probably do it, but I think it would help a lot more if you jumped in at the first right. one. Okay. For the viewers. For the viewers. For the viewers. But for the boys. But for the boys, if we're just going straight, is that movie the, recommendation. 
Is that Desolation, Desolation of Smog? Desolation of Smog. Yeah. yeah. Desolation of Smog. Hobbit, Desolation, Desolation of Smog. Desolation of Smog. <laughs> Smog. <laughs> all right, all right. So we've got our movie. Yeah. Oh, such a great... We don't have WandaVision and uh, no, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier comes out Friday. next week. This yeah. Friday? Yeah. Fuck. So yeah. that's... Let's no, go. We, only had the, we only had the week... Ba- uh, the week... No, 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 one no, no, week yes. break. Okay. Yeah. One week break, and that's when we watch something. Can we confirm this? Yeah, yeah, I mean, confirmed. it's called the Google. That, the, you know, as we're calculating this... You want me to ask the interns? No, no, no. See, oh, should we no, have the we interns don't need to do it? Xavier, we don't need to reference Charles Xavier. We don't need to reference do scientific lie. research articles to prove this. We can just base it off of opinions. Exactly. Yeah. All right, there we go. We're done. We're done. Yeah. So, like, COVID's fake. <laughs> yeah, that's your opinion. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. The boys do not endorse that. Get your vaccines. Or the boys no. do endorse that. No, they don't. No, the boys do. No, Wash don't. your hands. Wear masks. The boys and save lives. endorse your well, own personal choice to do whatever you want because we respect individual freedoms. Yeah, like I, don't wash your hands, touch people with those dirty hands, and just okay. Hands. So there is I'm like a, okay, wash your hands. Right, I'm not saying we open this We're jumping in. <laughs> the argument would be yes to drop food on the floor, pick it up, and eat it, and throw it in your mouth because ideally, if anything, you are training your immune system. You sound like Dwight from the Office. No, this or Gene from Bob's Burgers. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> <laughs> My homie. What's his name? Uh, Dwight. No. G. He listened. No, I brought him as a clip as a Bob like, Elder comedian. Pitbull. Carl something. I think. Sagan. Right? No. Uh, no, not Carl Sagan. The that's a science guy. Calls um, uh, what's his name? Bill Burr. Gee, I don't know Rick. No, uh, Seth Meyers. <laughs> no. Dean Cook. Carl from me. That matters. Daniel Tosh. Gray hair. He's talking about New World Order. Getting fucking Bill Cosby. Oh. Dick American Dream. You like Bill George Cosby? Carlin. George Carlin. Oh my Carlin. God, T-Bone is a fan of Bill no, Cosby. No, don't even bring me into that. You were talking about Bill Cosby, so you need to defend yourself. <laughs> he must be a fan of Governor Cuomo. He's got nice sweaters. <laughs> Get him. He's got nice sweaters. Get him. And hey, Cuomo hey, does too. Is now, is see that blanket? Oh, uh-huh. Is Cuomo done? Oh, he's fucking done. Should he, he resign? Be. He should. Is he going to? No, because uh, he's no. a douchebag. He's going to get impeached. Because he's... Because he's... What's he for election? Um, next cycle. Is he going to lose his Emmy? He has what? an Emmy? Yeah, you what? didn't know that? Yeah, that fucking fight for that shit. For his booking? No, for his COVID reports and his daily briefings. There's an Emmy for that? Pandemic. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. No! What? <laughs> Why would you think it's cool? It's not him? cool at all! He's such a fucking douche! Wait, to have an Emmy for outside of... He's hey, literally been... Res- never no, Rush Limbaugh got his, a fucking his medal for fake. He lied about yeah, the numbers like, of the nursing home no, patients. No, what so, I'm saying is, the concept that there's an Emmy for things outside of movies. No, okay, I agree with you on that. No, it is cool that there are Emmys for things outside of just movies or TV shows. That's but all I'm saying. No, no, I know, no, I know. But it's the whole it's double standard. Like if you're gonna like destroy some of our favorite actors' careers over like a tweet that was like 10 years old, but yet Cuomo gets an Emmy and is still the governor after being accused by six plus women. So I want to, I want to unpack that really quickly. First and foremost, Hold on, wait, so before do, we so stop, the women. Hold on. Yeah, thank you. Um, real quick, before we move to the segment. Winter Soldier next week confirmed. Friday, it does come out. We'll be watching that, and then we are going to watch Hobbit Desolation of Smaug. Smaug. Because that is the recommendation of our listener. (laughs) Now, let's dive into Cuomo being a total douche and the double hypocrisy of the left. 
if Whoa, they're like kind of like being hypocrisy. like where's yeah. the hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Where's where's the the defend your argument defend here's your an argument. emmy you did so good with covid stuff like you're awesome even though you lied about the percentages of people that died in nursing homes even though you were a douchebag that sent the people who were sick with covid back into the nursing homes almost like kind of whitmer so they're both kind of having the same problem oh, fuck but you. whatever <laughs> no it's fine they're both having the same problem yeah, that's right. they're both having the same problem you talked about an empowered woman i'm fucking pissed I'm just saying they're both going through investigations and all come out in the woodwork. But uh, she's the one Michigan. from Michigan. Oh, the, so like, the one, the one who stole the presidency from Donald Trump because they used the Venezuelan computer chips inside of the voting machine. The one that was almost this. kidnapped by a militia, Robert, right? Yes. No, the one that was like fake kidnapped by a militia because you found internet theories. So Everything on the internet is now. real. Sorry, so, no, so we're, just, we're just like totally just throwing the lid off this shit. It's a lot of okay, shots. So we'll go back. Cuomo, sexual harassment, six women. He so, should resign and be done. Yeah. Everyone's agreeing with that. Right? Yeah. And his Emmy should be taken. Everyone. Well, I don't. I, I want to be very. Okay. Let's be very clear. Let's be very, very clear. When there are valid and credible uh, allegations of sexual misconduct, they should be investigated and 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 with the pretense of understanding and trusting the woman but should have full vetted investigations we can agree to that but from the legal but standpoint has it always been like that no and that's the problem it should have correct it should have always been predators and perverts and fucking beta males that should be castrated and not allowed to have penises. Um, sorry, that's me. That's solely Z. Sorry, you're a non-threatening beta male who's absolutely tailor-made for the friend zone. 100%. Um, all of those types of men should have been held accountable and responsible. But I don't know where they're, they're mocking me. They might not be. Uh, no, however, they enjoy however, all my clips that I have. Solid clips. Uh, T Bone's got quality content. Yes, Daddy, please. Twenty-first century. Death yes, Daddy, please. Disc jockey. But, but with that being said, from a legal standpoint, we should continue the 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 process. From a public opinion standpoint. Do I think he should resign? Yes. There, there are enough allegations with a common Shame. thread of him being a fucking weirdo Shame. that tells young women, hey, I don't know how to use my phone, which means kiss my lips, which, I, you know, fuck him. Who liked I don't know it? how to use the my only, phone. Do you have sex only, with older men? The only I reason, have sex with younger women. The only reason people were homosexual during the pandemic was because Dirty Donnie was a fucking tool. And you know what? But was Cuomo not equally the tool? Oh, he's a fucking tool. No, Him I know. And Bo- De Blasio. Like, people like me saw the toolness from the beginning. I, so did I. I'm, I was never you, a fan but of But did Cuomo. you? Okay, so back then, though, did you? Sort of thing. I'm just going to intercede for one second. Feel free. So, <laughs> I'm going to intercede for one second. Intercede. How dare you? Yeah, unacceptable. So, I will pass the talking So, I, I, I'm just a big believer. Of- we're not going to talk shit. No, we're not going to talk about it. Anyway, he's talking facts, bitch. <laughs> so, I'm a big fan of primary prevention. Yes, so, daddy, yes, please. If, if this is <laughs> if this is a practice we don't want to promote, what can we do? Yes, daddy, please. please. What could we 
What, what are you talking about? Are you talking about preventing rape culture? No, hold on. Talking about- You're talking about the influence of people non-reporting numbers or skewing things in order to no, make things I'm more not talking about for that. them. No, I'm talking about that. What I'm talking about is what can we do to reduce the incidence of sexual harassment occurring in the United States? Honestly, uh, get more women elected. And make sure that those that have power are held accountable, that there are checks and balances, right? There, there, is, there is evidence that when there is a more divul, divul, diverse um, pool of leadership, whether it's gender, sex, orientation, uh, the gambit it is more is less likely to result in uh, acts of sexual assault or, or acts. Right? I think we need to both go down and break down like like the nuclear family type thing where again we need to be supporting fatherhood figures and supporting like masculinity and like the sense of supporting like the gentleman the knight the like the chivalrous expecting more of our men than like necessarily just kind of saying like while like the like while there's like the popular culture of like wet ass pussy and shit right like that kind of stuff should not be glorified and or put on a pedestal because like while there's the freedom of that and I agree with it but again like we're saying like that kind of culture comes from the pre-culture of like sexualizing women as objects and like while that is like fine, there needs to be like again, like I think it's there's like a there's a problem of like just telling boys very early on. I feel like our like various cultural society like ways of music or whatever by saying that women are just objects to be sought after and used and abused or whatever, like you're just kind of promoting that kind of negative culture. Where again, I feel like the mutual respect for understanding that like women have a sexuality that also should be appreciated and understood is on the same side of also both from the men side as well where like men have a sexuality that needs to be appreciated and understood where again it's like we need to view each person as more of a human being okay then more so viewing it as like man or female because we all have aspects of both like in reality we both have feminine and mis- like masculine traits and or you know characteristics we have traits exactly so like traits. the idea is that I think we need to not well, like, we both have our rules and a relationship between the two, and then when we break that down to even more relationships where it's same sex, we talk transgender, we talk, like, pan, or all kinds of other, you know, QIA, PP, plus all that kind of crazy awesomeness. It's a whole other realm, but the idea is, I think, like, you want to talk about, like, breaking down or getting away from women's sexual assault, right? Can I, it's like, you gotta, may I like, add one thing before really quick? I sure. don't mean to interrupt. Period. Remember, we we all are heterosexual males. That you white cis hetero male. I get no, it. He's white. brown. No. He's brown. I'm brown. I no, am. Brown. He's bad. I'm brown. You're bad. Well, I'm brown. No, I see your skin. I'm Mexican. I'm looking at your skin. I am. It's true. Shut up, whitey. <laughs> hey, bro. Check my. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm check just kidding. my documents. Hey, yo, fuck you, whitey. Check my right, documents. But, but I. But why I say that is I think it is important that we understand and recognize how we are perspectives, right? Because we will never understand fully, you know, the LGBTQ community and and all of those spectrums, right? So that's what I was trying to include. I just want to make sure. Instead of just breaking it down between just, you know, A and B, I was trying to include all those types of dichotomies as well. But like what I'm saying though, is that like, 
the main question is how do we like stop or like at least try to reduce sexual assault is again I think it's a mutual respect of again just like understand it's like to your, me at least just take it to a personal level more women in I think, I think there needs to be more diverse leadership I do have a caveat but continue well I just think it's again it's like the question is like do we want to sexualize both men and women as like objects and put it that way because when you do it that way then that's the way it's going to be treated and you're going to run into those kind of problems that's I guess what I'm getting at to break it down very simply is that it's like while at the same time you can argue for the freedom of having the choice to treat yourself as an object we're going to take a quick pause and do a voice shot I'm going to make sure that's clear (laughs) Actually, but so I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at is it's like I don't know end of the day break it down to any of the problems really you just got to treat everyone as a human being that deserves the respect of being treated as upset 100% I agree with that so it's like if we can basically just do that then you won't treat a female or male or anyone that you view as a sexual partner as solely just an object because they also are a human with emotions and feelings. So live audience member, do you have input on this? I feel like that's a pretty standardized general practice in most, you know... Again, remind us your name and where you're from. from Brother, state your name. (laughs) State your name, Chuck. (laughs) And if you know where that comes from, you know who we are. I saw a few of them tune in a lot. No, I might listen to this. I I think that my closest thing to that is Kian Peel. I think I feel like that's not accurate. (laughs) I think that Tony's onto something there because I feel like that's something we can all agree on generally, right? without making it political. And a big thing of mine is not making things political. And a big thing that I try to think of is morally, what should we do? And that's what I try to think of a lot of the time, right? Morally, what is correct? Morally, I feel like people should be treated how they want to be treated and you would want to be treated as how you want to be treated, right? That was the golden rule being brought up, at least in my household, was you treat people how you want to be treated. So if somebody wants to be treated as this way, then you treat them as that way. Whether you believe it or not is completely your opinion and your right to believe it as an American citizen. See, but so, I would argue that you need to be better and treat everybody good no matter what. Well, it's not like I'm saying you treat one person bad because of this or one person bad because of yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah I, I only this, treat I don't Trump want, supporters I, terribly because they're Trump supporters. Sure, exactly. Yeah. You talk to them in terms of... So let's say, there's so, hypothetically... A uh, class that you can give elementary school, middle school, or high school high school age students, and they have some kind of curriculum that prevents them or reduces their incidence or risk of sexual harassment later on, and that's proven scientifically to be effective. Would you say that should be taught in in school? Well, I don't know. Do you think that a class that would teach you how to file your taxes would be more pertinent in school than say algebra? No, both are both are very important. Yeah. You think that basic algebra is important? Yeah. Okay. I think not in like a non... <laughs> you think basic physiology is important? Yes. Physiology of the human body in high school is important. And I'll, I'll tell you why. No, 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 no. And, I, I, and I'm just trying to feel out... Exactly yes, Daddy, please. Right, Dan from right Nevada, there. you're very, being very yes, hostile. Yes, Daddy, please. To the, to the, to the presenters, so you need to take I a step. You need to take a step back. <laughs> you are, this is a privilege, not a right. In which case... We will cut you off. In which case... Take his mic, guys. Take his shame. mic. In which case I digress. Shame. But what I'm trying to get to... Shame. Is ultimately, ultimately, what we're getting into at this point is education. Sure. 
ultimately. I think priorities right? later on in life, like what are the most important things? Okay. So, so when we say physiology, for example. Okay, but this is all education based on the education system and what we are taught in high school. And you're, you're saying that you think that children should be taught from a young age, X, Y, and Z, which is education. Let me process that for a second. So hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no let like, him think because I, I'm I'm actually interested because I I do agree. I think education is a very important life skill. Yes. And also something that everyone should be introduced to at some point in their lives and throughout their K through twelve career, potentially college as well. So yes, I do agree, and I think we do need to understand the priorities of what types of education, what types of curriculum that students are already exposed to. Okay. I do agree with that. All right. Perfect. So we agree on that. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is... So what's your is, point, Dan? <laughs> I'm getting to it. Zaddy? I'm getting to it. Zaddy. <laughs> what I'm getting to is that previously in our society, right, we have expected the families to raise their children in a certain way to uphold a certain standard of what we would expect to be morally correct or more morally right okay right that's what we're all was that the expectation though the more you know with the boys honestly i'm just curious i I thought it was at least when i was do you do you have a do you have a different opinion were you were you in a school when you were brought up that taught you to be a douche to other people so i i think it's important to unpack what because your your initial argument was should your family raise you to be a good person right Exactly. That that is the expectation, but is that the normal? Is that always the outcome? No, absolutely not. And I agree with you. So should I know where you're going with it? Because where am I going with it? Because you're saying we want to have a social safety net. We want to have all these programs in place that can. Don't fucking pigeonhole me. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> Sophia, get him out of here. <laughs> but but do I understand where you're going? Do it live. I, th- I feel like I have a good idea of, of... Don't fucking put no, me in a box. I'm not so trying to put you in a box. Right. I'll put you in a... No one puts Zaddy in a corner. Because if she's anywhere near... Why do I feel like you're happy? <laughs> I don't even have a pair of handcuffs. Just kidding, I do. They're in the back. Yeah. Yes, Daddy, please. Yes, Daddy, please. And I deserve it. But ultimately what we're getting down to here is we... What we're saying right now is that we don't trust... <coughs> families to educate their children anymore and we need to implement an education reform that would hopefully prevent the necessity in case somebody could not teach their child how to be a morally correct or right or stable human being to be that way. You know, this is a good, this is actually a really good point. Thank you. So why do, why do we in school teach basic math skills? Like, Multiplication, addition, subtraction. Well, why do we why do we teach English? Why do we why do we force kids in middle school to learn Spanish? So it's we have a more right? standardized process across the board. Okay, and, and and so if those skills on such harassment aren't taught in the home setting, they have the opportunity to learn that in an academic setting. And and that's good. This is the show. Okay, and that's totally agreeable. <laughs> I went that's through good. when I was in high school. I mean, what? I'm I'm 27. Okay, I'm a man. I'm, 27. I'm not saying I'm a man. I'm saying I'm 27. When I went through high school, which was years ago now, I was in sex ed. That, at least previous to me, I don't know, was taught. But in sex ed, I was taught consent. In sex ed, I was taught protection. Right? All of these things. 
I feel like before then, in my family, I was taught similar practices of just be nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be nice, but defend yourself if you have to defend yourself. Well, so, like, not to, like, interject, but like I, like you said, as I referred to the beginning, treat everyone with a level of respect to the point where it is then no longer just, like, earned or needed or deserved. Yes. To where, like, again, I'm going to treat you as a human being no matter who you are. Like, even if you're a homeless person on the side of the road or whatever, like, whatever you're doing... <clears throat> You're a person and you deserve respect and you deserve to be treated as such. But again, if you flip and you change and you want to cause evil or harm to anyone, well, then obviously it needs to be neutralized. Well, neutralize is a tough word, but... Okay, I, I feel like this I feel like is, neutralizes very very... This, nice this got very... This is a very easy question. If there's a scientific way proven to reduce sexual harassment, we should implement it. What, what everyone believes what in is, science! What, what is the science? science is for the science! 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 A part of the scientific <laughs> method is what? It's questioning. That's that's how it starts out. Yes. Right. You look at previous data and okay. then make new conclusions or new hypotheses. Okay, but what I have always been taught with my level of education, which is nowhere near yours, and I will admit that, <laughs> right? What I've always been taught is that questioning comes first in the scientific method. You that's what you that? said. So you base. So, so you have a question based yeah, off of prior questioning, correct? <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Just because we have data doesn't mean we shouldn't question the data. It doesn't mean we shouldn't go back and reference that data. Right? So are, are you questioning... I don't know why this is not. Are you guys questioning the quality of the data? No. What, would what, what I am saying is that there should always be question. Where did the data come from? That's where question comes sure. in. That was the data. And what that's the only you know thing that I'm that's saying. saying. If, if, that's if all documented, the method section of the scientific paper. But question. No. Oh, all I'm saying is that the question is the main reason for why we have this in the first place. Not to like just throw it down. That's what, you, table, that's what you're saying. The scientific method, the basis of, the start of everything that we have for coronavirus, for everything that's come in the past, for any basic data, any research, anything, is started Climate with change. questioning. Right? It starts with the question. That's what yes. you're saying. Oxygen. No, no not <laughs> come on, dude. It's, I'm not saying we should start no, maybe climate change. I was throwing him under the bus. I was sure. No, I like oxygen. No, but I'm oxygen is great. I know that we probably look need up it to climate survive. Gate. It's real. It, it's based Richard on, Nixon. But, but, it starts out with the observation and then a question comes up because of the observation. Okay. Yes. Okay. Observation yes, yes, and yes, question. We're on the same page. Right. I agree with that. Oprah. Okay. So my woman my my question then my question then is why should What's we not that? continuously question? Oh, no, you should always question. <laughs> always. Yeah, right? Gordon and, and loves it when I question whatever he and does. This, and this is where I mind. get into this, because trust me, I like I've said before, I've talked to you guys before about... I've never similar, spoken to you, a live audience member. I don't even know the <laughs> Unbiased, yeah. Freedom! All I'm saying is this, I, in my experience, I have learned to never stop questioning. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, they and that's that's like me speaking that. my they truth. Don't like they don't that. like that. That's me speaking my experience. Just go with what I tell you. you <laughs> I listen to the officials. Doctor Fauci knows what he. That's what I'm saying. Is never stop three masks, no masks, and that's and that's what that's also one of the reasons that I'll be truthful. That I'm hesitant to just do what people say. Be part of the communal whole or whatever you want to say. And so when like so, there is the FDA that releases all the research and study data based off the COVID vaccine, when someone says they don't want to take the vaccine, even though there's released data showing that it is effective in reducing the incidence and prevalence of COVID, and when someone says they're not willing to take it, I have a hard time believing. But then we get into a different topic of discussion. Because then we move from the scientific method to a political or a rights no, no, no. type of thing. No, no. In, in the, this the is, studies that were published, how is that political? No, I'm saying then what you're saying is that you should get the vaccine because it is proven to do X, Y, and Z. And that is a healthcare professional's decision, right? Or opinion. Recommendation. Recommendation. There you go. Perfect. Based on the data. Based on the data that they've seen. Okay, what I'm saying is you move from the scientific method, which you guys are clearly describing, into a rights type of thing. You get into rights. So when someone actually if, chooses if, not to get the vaccine and potentially exposes other individuals that they work with, that's their that, right. So do you think it is um, a negative characteristic where you're potentially exposing someone, you could potentially kill them later on? Does a murderer have it, negative characteristics? Here, here's the yeah. thing. There's negative and positive case. characteristics. If, if of you get the vaccine. But, but that shifts into a different topic of conversation. Speaking that of shifts shifting, into psychology. We're going to have to that shift. Shifts, that shifts shift into the belief. Sound. And that, so, so this is what I'm saying. There's multiple facets coming into play here. Can I, and then that caller, shifts caller, into something caller. different. Uh, Dan, Dan from Nevada. We're going to have to shift. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you guys Thank for having you. me. <laughs> Taking his mic away. <laughs> Sorry, Z, but here at the Real Podcast Network, we like to listen to everyone and all their sides. I, I, <laughs> fuck you, T-Bone, okay? How dare you? But what I, what I want to say is, and, and for the record, I stepped away for a moment because I don't know where this conversation went. I think it is important to understand that with the scientific method, with, with whatever we're doing, it is an iterative approach, right? You know, based off the information that we're given, based off the data that we are given and then interpreting, we are going to make changes. So whether it is how do we ensure that sexual assault does not happen in the workplace, whether it's ensuring that people have healthy um, outcomes when there is a pandemic, or whether it's educating our uh, youth. 
or it, spending money on infrastructure in America instead damn of right, sending baby. it damn right, overseas. Damn right, infrastructure week for the next four years without also diminishing masculinity. Yeah, I think so. You know, so I appreciate Gordo. I appreciate you bringing that up. I think you know, I listened to this conversation, not conversation, but this talk by Jamila Jamil. Um, I know she's pretty controversial. People, was she on ESPN? Uh, no, she was oh, on Jamila. Good Good Jamila. Place. Yeah, Jamil Hill. Um, she's Good Place, British uh, socialite. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Uh, one last one last final comment. I, I think it's important to recognize that being able to have men express emotion and being able to them say, you know, I don't know or I don't understand or I hurt is not a bad thing. That 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 does not diminish masculinity. It instead expands it because as a society, as all of us in our young, late, or early 20s, Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm 22. Um, we... <laughs> I don't know. My age changes a lot. Yeah, 1,022. I think it's important that we recognize uh, we... we. Go ahead, Z. I don't know what to say. There's a lot of hand motions. I, I think it is important. The idea of masculinity is holistic, right? The idea that we were all raised of, you know, fucking talk about your emotions, you fucking fuck women, and you fucking just do shit. Like, that's not a realistic masculine understanding. What is a masculine understanding? It's being a good citizen, being a good man, being a good person, and doing your best. And when, when I say that, I also recognize that's not even being good mass man, that's being a good person. And and I think we need to unpack what we define as these gender roles because I get it, and all of us, again, straight dudes, we don't necessarily understand it. We need to stop focusing on gender roles, right? Like we just need to be like, how do we become good people? I recognize that's a lot to unpack, and I recognize some people are like, well, so do you mean that no one has a penis, no one has a <laughs> vagina? That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to focus on how do we all become good people. And by doing so, we will address a lot of the problems. Full circle, uh, scientific approach works. Take the vaccines, wear masks, wash hands. Caller, we are going to give you one minute to say your piece as well because we want to be, again, fair here at Real Talk Network. Excuse me, I think we're experiencing some technical difficulty with, <laughs> oh, the, sorry, with the caller. Oh, no, it seems like our, our uh, remote excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. is being uh, cut. Wi-Fi is being dropped. The Wi-Fi? Uh, the Wi-Fi? <laughs> I do we'll do it live! All right, the manager's here. We've got to give the caller. We've got to give the caller his time. He's got one minute to say his piece. Caller, we're going to play the mystery sound. Are you ready for the mystery sound? I have sound? been deprived of about two seconds. I just want to let you know. <laughs> this is where this bullshit is. Who is this white play? man <laughs> telling me as a minority? Exactly. <laughs> right? All right. Reclaiming his time. So here's, here's what I want to get after. I feel like we got very sidetracked in our conversation. I just want to say I do not support sexual assault. I do not support any of the BS. That's not what I heard. <laughs> I want to I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I know that's not what you heard, but so I just want to be very clear when I say these type of things that I do not support that. I am very against that. I deal with that on a day-to-day basis yes. for actual victims yes. and fake victims, and I have to determine the difference between the two. Okay, so I am very aware of the crisis. I am very aware of the crisis 
that is what you what you are talking about okay and I speak from it on a point of truth and I speak from it from my heart when I say that it would be better if I didn't have to go to those yeah. 100% my life and everybody's life would yeah. be better if I did not have to talk about that. If I did not have to probe and ask somebody about the trauma they just experienced, mm-hmm. about their traumatic event. That would be 100% the best case scenario. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Do I think there's ways we can prevent it? Possibly. If there is a generalized study that can prevent that, absolutely we should implement that in our school systems. 100%. No question about it. I also question other things that we should present in our school system, but that's about the end of my time. So I digress. Thank you, Dan from Nevada. <laughs> I, you know I'm just doing it. Thank you. So, you know, just to reiterate kind of what Zaddy and Dan and Caller said, that, yes, you know, we should look at the research, look at studies, and base our, you know, our implementation based off of those studies. What I do find interesting is, you know, yes, Daddy, please. we have studies. Shame. 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 No, no. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming his time. Reclaiming my time. Sherwin Waters has recognized Prof. K. All right, he's, he's stealing your time now, so. All right, so, you know, I, I do think it's interesting, and I do want, once again, just want to reiterate that if research shows that it is proven effective, repairing your time, research shows that it is proven effective to prevent diseases and... I fucked up. Yeah, we're gonna have to restart his time. I'm, gonna I'm sorry, folks. We're having some tough We had a technical difficulty. It was not on purpose. It was not deliberate. T Bone is trying to sabotage you might science. say it was. I'm not. Right? It's science. not QAnon. The cuties are not here. This is a Thank safe you. space. Here, oh, thanks. My apologies. Here. Give me the trash. Oh, you, your trash arm, down. your arm as well. So, weirdest <laughs> technical difficulty. Wipe me now. Um, Do you like that? <laughs> so you know, it's just bad, and we're just trying to, you know, deal with the technical difficulties that are happening here. Real talk with the boys. T Bone definitely dropped the ball. And the beer. T-Bone was trying to silence. I was trying to help. Science and reason. I was actually trying to like... Oh, Intermission. Excuse us. Sorry. Technical difficulty averted. <laughs> Reclaiming his time, everyone. All right, go. So just to reiterate kind of what Zaddy and our caller Dan was saying, yes, if there is a scientifically proven way to reduce the incidence of negative behaviors that we don't like, then we should implement them. Very similarly, it's very interesting that we have research studies that show that there's effective ways to reduce the incidence and prevalence of COVID that were not necessarily taken to place, and that would be vaccination. So, you know, you could yeah. potentially say it is. Everyone supports vaccination. Real talk, stamp of approval, Woo. vaccination. 
<laughs> Gordo, we have now have a goat in the studio. I don't know what the manager is letting the interns do right T-Bone, now. T-Bone, you ordered the goat. You said this is going to be fun. <laughs> I, You know, it's a sheeper goat. The interns uh, are going wild. Wait, the manager is Let's transition to the mystery color, shall we? Wait, before that, goat stands for... Greatest, greatest of all time. Yeah, so but, are you saying that I'm the greatest of all time? Well, he's in the middle of the studio, right? All right, we'll yes, yes, yes. Maybe symbolic, but does Gordo have any peace? No. All right, neither does T-Bone because you just, you just all support yeah. vaccines. Or you just have your own freedom to do whatever you want. Exactly. Now we are going that, to we need vaccines. Or the freedom not to do it, and we're going to our mystery caller. Are you ready, mystery caller? We have the telephones live. Well, well there's no telephone. We have Dan in audience. <laughs> No, we're calling. It's a live caller. Live caller. Hello, caller. Uh, you're live with uh, Real Talk with the boys on the live show. Do uh, you want to tell us your name and where you're calling from? Hey, my name is uh, Samantha. Hi, Samantha. You want to tell us where you're calling from? Yeah. Um, I listen to you guys and all the time. I really just don't understand... What is happening? Well, neither would you, neither would you, Samantha. I would like yeah, if you use the people who don't look at Lucy's studies, don't understand. I would, um, yeah, that. But also, I would like to know if maybe you could possibly shed some light on why you put me in the position that I'm in as a woman. Zaddy. <laughs> and then also, maybe talk about, like, why you think that, you know, one person... All right, Samantha, okay I'm going to cut you off there and uh, let you know what this game's about, okay? So here's what's going to happen. We're going to play a mystery sound, and uh, you're going to get three chances to hear it. And you'll get three guesses, but you only get two hints. If you get the uh, answer correct, Samantha, <laughs> I think he was trying to bend you over. Then uh, we're gonna donate to a charity you're causing. But if you get it wrong, we'll still donate to that same charity. Okay. All right. So here's the first. Uh, here's the first play. All right, Samantha, All right, what Samantha. is your guess? You have two hints from Zaddy if you'd like. You have two more plays, and you have three total guesses. Can I have one hint from Zaddy? Go ahead, Oh, Zaddy. you can have as many hints as you want, Samantha. No, just two hints. Just two. <laughs> in, in a capacity of two hints. Go ahead, uh, Zaddy. You may get this on a hot day. You may get this on a hot day. So Just in case if you didn't hear the first time. One hint Wait, left. On a hot day or a hot date? Both. God. Okay. Would you like to hear it again, or would you like to take a guess? Um, play it again, please. Okay, two plays left. Okay, Samantha, you have one play left, you have one hit left, and you have all three guesses. Can I have one more hint from Zaddy? Oh, yeah, baby. This goes against everything we just talked about. <laughs> she asked for it, and we said, yeah. <laughs> once again, I think this, once again, goes against everything we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, Samantha, thank you for your patience. First hint was you might use this on a hot summer day. Um, you may also encounter it in your day-to-day um, -day use in the kitchen. All right, Samantha, so you have no more hints, all three guesses, and one play. I would recommend you take at least one guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a garbage disposal. Wrong. <laughs> Two guesses left, one play. What would you like? One more play. Here you go, last play. Just All really right. hear the sounds. Is it my husband eating chips? Ooh, Ooh. close. What's your husband's name? What does he do? That's He's a general contractor. <laughs> uh, he helps fix roots. All right, so one guess left, no plays left, no hints, Samantha. <laughs> Your husband may do this. <laughs> Is it toxic masculinity? <laughs> That is not the correct answer. The correct answer was um, ice. It was getting <laughs> out of an ice machine. Out of an ice machine. Scooping well, ice. I never do that. Well, so. Samantha, either way, we're going to donate to the charity of your choosing. Where would you like us to donate the twenty dollars to? Red Cross of America. All right, Red Cross of America. I, I heard. Woo! The National Democratic Party. Love it. Love it. Definitely Red Cross America. Thanks, Samantha. Have a good night. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Did you know when you think of a hospital symbol, what is the color of the cross? A butthole. Red. That is not a color. <laughs> it's red, right? Yeah. But Red Cross actually owns the rights to a Red Cross. Oh, wow. So in Spider-Man 2, when Aunt May goes to the hospital, in the original theatrical release of the movie, it was a Red Cross. The Red Cross wasn't happy with it. So when they released it in the DVD, they had to change it to a White Cross because they had wow. Really? wow. The more you know. So, so which, which Spider-Man was this? Spider-Man 2. That original Spider-Man like 2? My favorite Spider-Man of the series. It's so good. It, I think it's my favorite of all time. I would agree. Tobey Maguire? Well, yeah. the cartoon, though, is very good as well, though. Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, that one was really good. That I one was... I, I, I've only saw oh, like... I you need to get on. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Sorry. It was like, okay, hold on. Honestly, I, okay. I, Did you... We, we are ending. Movie but now that we're into this, we already had the movie Can recommendation, but we're already into this, and I want to just get an opinion. Venom. <laughs> Stop the court. No, Venom. No, we're just going to ask real quick. I'm looking forward to uh, Venom 2. Same Z's. Okay, cool. That's all I Wait, wait, which Venom are we talking about? The newest one with Ed Hardy. Who? Ed, Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, the new Venom that came out like a couple <laughs> years ago. Just like it's like the, <laughs> he's a reporter. Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who is Ted Hardy? <laughs> Whatever. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Whatever. Okay, fine. Fuck you, Gordo. Fuck you. Is he talking about Tosh? In your face, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs>
We're online 24 7. 24 7. Any last minute words of wisdom, positive Good kind places? wishes, love, pieces, and prayers? If you're still listening to this, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. You know what? If you're laughing, you're learning. <laughs> To oh, our to yeah. our listeners in Colorado, thank you. <laughs> I'm like man. <laughs> in your face, all over the place. We're online. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven.